from time to time, it can be good for us to kind of recall and clarify our priorities. Sometimes in life, we just have so many things going on, one thing after another after another, that we kind of lose focus of what's it all about? What are we doing? What's our main goals in life? So let us take a few seconds to just come up with our top three or top five, top five goals in life, top five priorities. So when we think about these priorities and we look at this list, does it include God anywhere on there? Does it include our relationship with God or our desire for heaven? Some of you might be thinking, well, of course. Others might be thinking, oh, I didn't think of that. Well, wherever you are in your priorities, our Lord gives us some guidance in our gospel passage. He tells us that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And then after that, he tells us the second is to love our neighbor as ourself. Wherever we are in our journeys, our Lord wants to be number one. He wants to be our top priority. And if he's not, he wants to help us get to that point where he becomes our top priority. If we look at our other readings, we can see in our first reading that it talks about loving our neighbor. And in our second reading, St. Paul reminds us to let go of any false gods. If there's something else as a top priority, in a way, since that's supposed to be God's place, that would be a false god. And he says, set aside those false gods, those idols, and return to the one true God. God loves us more than we can possibly imagine. He expresses that love through his passion, death, and resurrection. But he wants us to be with him forever in heaven. And so it's important for us to consider how are we doing in our daily lives? What can we do to try to keep God as that top priority that he's supposed to be? Well, we can ask ourselves, are we spending some time each day in prayer? Are we working on that relationship? If we think about other relationships... We have to talk to the people. We have to be in their presence. We have to communicate. There has to be something happening in that relationship to strengthen it or make it go deeper. And the same is true with our relationship with God. Sometimes it's good not only to have a particular time of day to pray, but also to just check in. Kind of like if you were talking to a spouse or a child, just checking in with a text message or a quick phone call, see how they're doing. We can do that with God, too. Just take a brief pause in our day and connect with him. Say something, ask him a question. Sometimes when I go outside and it's, a, and it's beautiful weather, I remember to just say thank you to God. It's a very brief prayer, but it's a way of reconnecting. It's a way of strengthening and continuing that relationship. I remember hearing from two women who were working close together and they decided they were gonna go out for lunch. And one asks the other, where should we go for lunch? And the other one says, I don't know, let's ask God. And the first one's like, thinking to herself, she didn't say this out loud, thinking to herself, are you serious? Like, this is just lunch. Why would we need to pray about lunch? But she sees her friend has already started praying. So she's like, okay, I'll do it too. And so she quiets herself and she starts to pray. And then all of a sudden she remembers she has a meeting she needs to go to. She can't go out to lunch. She needs to stay there. 
But if she didn't spend that brief moment of trying to check in with God, she wouldn't have remembered the meeting. It's entirely possible that God brought that to her attention, brought that up in her memory, so that she can do what she needed to do for her job. And sometimes we can have similar experiences. If we just pause and check in with God to try to keep him first in our lives. I remember in my first parish assignment, I went back to my desk once and I was like, didn't really have any plans for the rest of the day and I asked the Lord, okay, Lord, what's next? Immediately the phone rang and I needed to go anoint someone. It's like, all right, that's what we're doing. But it wasn't just me going and anointing. It was us, me and God, God with me. Do we try to do things on our own throughout our day, or do we invite God to be a part of it? It's another way of working on and strengthening that relationship so that God can be number one, so we can fulfill the commandments that he's given us. When we look at these two commandments, it's a summary of all ten. The first and the greatest summarizes the first three of the ten commandments. And then the second summarizes the remaining seven. But notice that Jesus said the first one, the one about God, is the greatest. And when we think about the Ten Commandments, how often do we think of the first three as being the most important? A lot of times we focus on the remaining seven. But Jesus is helping us try to reorganize our priorities, try to set things straight, because it's only God and our relationship with God that will allow us to be with him forever in heaven. Yes, we can relate to God through other people indirectly, but God also wants that direct connection, that connection with him personally. And this is a lot easier said than done, and we're all a work in progress, and I can still grow in this way too. But it's important for us from time to time to pause and to reevaluate, see how we're doing. And with that same thing in mind, it's been about three months that I've been here with you, And it's good to pause and see how things are going. And so I've heard from some of you at the different gatherings that I've had, but I would also like to to know how I can better assist you in your relationship with the Lord. In the back of the church, there are note cards. There's a box to drop the note cards in for feedback. There's pens back there. If you have something that you want to share with me and how I can better assist you in your prayer, better assist you in your relationship with the Lord, then I would like to hear it. And this way, um, if you're not sure how to say it in person, or you don't know me so well, so you're not sure how this is going to go, you can kind of think it out and write it down, and then I'll know. And if you want to, you can put your name on it. If you don't want to, that's fine. But I want to help you in your relationship with the Lord. And knowing what's going on and what you think would be more helpful can help me do that. Because God wants to be number one in our lives. So let us reflect on how we can better have God as our top priority as we prepare to meet him in the most holy Eucharist.